Hi, and welcome to Effective's Top 10 Tips podcast. Each episode is a quick roundup of practical, easy to implement tips on a wide range of management and personal development themes. As always, full show notes for this episode, including a handy summary of each tip, are available on our website. Just see the episode notes for this and many other useful links. We also offer workshops and coaching on all topics covered in this podcast. If you'd like to find out more, just visit our website, effectiveconnect.co.uk. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which is all about giving feedback. So my top 10 tips are on giving feedback. So let's get started. Tip number one, positive feedback is crucial and should always be constructive. Little things make a big difference and one of the really good examples of that is giving constructive and positive feedback. We all like to feel valued and giving such feedback costs nothing. All feedback should be given with the intent to help and improve. That's what makes it constructive. Tip number two. Feedback has to be authentic. It has to be believed and valued and valuable. And if you're not sure how to give the feedback, then it's a good idea to put yourself in their shoes. If someone was about to give you constructively critical feedback, how would you want it to be given? Then follow your own views and base your approach on what would work best for you. Tip number three. I think there are six important factors for giving critical feedback successfully. And I'm summarising those in the mnemonic BREEDS, B-R-E-E-D-S, as in good feedback breeds success. So the next few tips are all going to be about these six factors, starting with the first, and that's the B for behaviour. All feedback has to be behaviour-based and not personal. It has to be about the individual's behaviour rather than about the individual themselves. This means you can value the individual whilst addressing their inappropriate behaviour. The second factor is R for relevant. Any feedback should be about their performance, the way they behave and how it impacts directly or indirectly on their and others' performance. Tip number five. The third factor is the first E of breeds. It has to be early. The feedback should be as close to the event as possible, not saved, for example, for some performance review or appraisal. You want the feedback to help make a change or have an impact as soon as possible. So, why wait? Tip number six. The fourth factor is the second E of breeds. Feedback has to be evidence-based. The individual needs to be given proof of what they are doing, which is why it always has to be about their behaviour rather than about them generally or their attitude, which, as I've mentioned in earlier podcasts, is non-evidenceable. Tip number seven and the fifth point. Feedback has to be direct to the person concerned. This doesn't always happen surprisingly, For example, there are two other types of feedback that I've noticed. I call them private feedback and third-party feedback. Let me explain. 
Private feedback is when you acknowledge to yourself in your own head how good somebody else's performance or behaviour is or has been. And in a sense, you've then acknowledged it. You've clocked it. You've, you've recognised it in your head. And in a strange but unconscious way, you probably think, well, that's it. I know how good they are. But of course, they don't. So don't have private acknowledgement as your route to feedback. It isn't feedback. Make sure the person concerned gets the feedback directly. And then there's third-party feedback, where you acknowledge somebody else's strengths to somebody else. Susan's brilliant, isn't she? You know, she's always reliable, always turns up, always volunteering. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had more people like her. Well, tell Susan. Don't just tell each other. So feedback should be direct rather than private or third party. Tip number eight, the final of the six factors, the S. It has to be specific. Generalised feedback isn't really helpful since the individual can't focus on either what's good or not so good. Saying, oh, that was a great report or that report wasn't really good enough are equally unhelpful because they are too vague. Say instead something like, your headings were great. They gave the report a great structure. Sometimes, though, your content didn't match those headings. And here's an example. So, let the report writer know what worked and what didn't, specifically. And you can do that all the time. In fact, if you can't be specific about the feedback, don't give it. Any constructively critical feedback should be in private to the individual themselves rather than in public to the whole group. So that's the second way in which it needs to be specific. If you give general public criticism, people will either take it personally when they shouldn't or assume it doesn't relate to them when it does. Or the group generally can be left in a state of confusion and uncertainty. So always give particularly critical feedback to the individual concerned in private. The only exception to this, of course, is if the constructive criticism does apply to the whole group. And if it does, you should say so. Tip number nine. This is about blind spot feedback. The essence of blind spot feedback is people can't change what they don't know. There are two types of knowing, and these are often referred to as blind spots, meaning the individual is blind to these behaviours. And there are two types of blind spots. The first is unaware, and the second one is, sorry, the first is unaware of behaviour, and the second is unaware of impact. So the first type of blind spot is unaware of behaviour. The individual simply doesn't know that's what they're doing. They are in genuinely complete ignorance that that's something they do. So that's the first type of blind spot, unaware of the behaviour itself. The second type of blind spot is that they are aware of their behaviour, but unaware of the negative impact it has. So two types of blind spot, unaware of behaviour, unaware of the impact of that behaviour. But if they cause problems, in either case, then it's really your job as their manager or as their lecturer to address it. Because if you don't address it, it's bound to continue because the individual is blind to the issue. So 
not to challenge is to condone. So if there is someone's inappropriate behaviour, consider whether it might be a blind spot, that they are either ignorant about it as a behaviour or ignorant about its impact. And if you think that's a possibility, then the ownership now rests with you because waiting for them to change is going to be a long wait because they are completely ignorant. Imagine it applied to you. Imagine you've got a blind spot and it's unhelpfully affecting other people. Would you want that to continue? And I think the answer is probably no. And so you would actually welcome somebody talking to you about it. At least then you would know and can make a, a call as to whether you want to do anything about it or not. And in that sense, and I think very importantly, blind spot feedback should be regarded as a gift to that person and not a criticism. So tip number nine, give blind spot feedback and give it as a gift. And finally, tip number 10. If you are giving constructively critical feedback, these four steps might give you a structure for such feedback. And it's S-R-B-I-A, sorry, S-B-I-A. The four steps are situation, behavior, impact, and alternative. Let the person know what the situation is that you are going to talk to them about. Give them a context for the feedback. Then, describe the behaviour you witnessed or have evidence for. Then, explain the negative impact this has had, in what way and on who. And then, either offer or get them to suggest an alternative way of dealing with things, should a similar situation occur again. So that's it. Those are my top 10 tips for giving feedback. And a quick recap. Make sure positive feedback is crucial and constructive. That's tip number one. Make sure it's crucial and constructive. Tip number two. Feedback has to be authentic and if you want to know how to give feedback and you're uncertain, put yourself in their shoes and follow your own advice for your preference. Tip number three. This starts the breeds mnemonic. The first factor of the six is behavior. Make sure all feedback is behavior specific. Tip number four, make sure the feedback is relevant. Tip number five, give the feedback early, as close to the event as possible. Tip number six, make sure the feedback is evidence-based. Tip number seven, Make sure the feedback is direct to the person concerned. Don't give yourself private feedback or feedback to a third party. Make sure it's given to the person themselves. Tip number eight, feedback has to be specific, both for the individual and for the group. And tip number nine, make sure you give blind spot feedback due consideration and remember not to challenge or give that feedback is to condone it and finally tip number 10 a four-step structure for giving feedback would be start with situation move on to behavior move on to impact and consider an alternative so that's it that's this week's top 10 tips on feedback 
So, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it or leave us a review. Remember, you can find full show notes on our website, plus a growing library of free resources which you can easily search by theme to find content that's relevant to you. We also offer workshops and coaching on a wide range of topics. Links to all of these resources are in the episode notes. Thank you.